Hey listener, welcome back to La Thérapie. To continue our episode called Schools and Friendships, this time we're going to talk about my time in Australia. So after high school, I decided to move to Sydney, Australia. I just turned 18 years old and got on two planes. <laughs> and after 24 hours, I landed in Sydney. So to give you a little bit of a story before that, um, I already told my parents that I really wanted to move to Australia. I was always obsessed with that country. Don't know why. <laughs> and so we found this agency called Boa Lingua and basically they help you um, find a school and study in English overseas. So... I contacted them and then they obviously talked to my dad and told him about the price for the school. So it was only going to be for four months to learn English uh, full time. And I would be in this house with 30 students. I think we were 30, maybe more. I don't know, but it was a huge house in Bondi. So if you're from Australia, you know Bondi for sure. And that I just would be there from November to, I think it was max January or February. It was something like three to four months. And my dad was like, are you sure? And I was like, 100%. So I left in November, the 4th of November, yeah, 2013, I left. So when I got there... I had a car that came to pick me up and then uh, we got to Bondi and I remember it was the evening, I think it was 9 or 10 p.m. And the next day we had school and <laughs> the guy, I mean the driver was like, just get inside the house, trust me, you will meet someone because it's like a big house. And I get inside, there's nobody, it's super quiet and then I see this Japanese girl and she's like, hey and I'm like hi and she's like are you new and I was like yeah she's like okay uh let me get the manager so we had like we had a manager with us you know she was sleeping in the same house as us so she's like how she shows me um my room and then that Japanese girl Yuki um basically was like okay let's get some food and then when we come back I will introduce you to everyone we just had the time to get food, came back, everybody was outside. So she went, oh, guys, 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 this is Ornella, she's new, she's new. So everyone was like, oh, hi, nice to meet you. And I was like super shy, obviously, like just turned 18 and I'm alone. <laughs> so far away from home, but I was, I was pretending to be cool, obviously. And they were like, oh, my God, you have school tomorrow. Okay, let's meet up at 7 a.m., go to sleep. Because they were all, all of them were older than me. I was the only one that was 18 and Gary as well, who was my best friend there. Gary, he's Taiwanese. Uh, we were like the babies. So they were basically taking care of us, literally. So I was like, okay, I'm going to go back to, I'm going to go to sleep. And then we'll meet, you know, the next day and go to school for the first time. So that's what I did. And then the next day we met um, downstairs in the hall and we went to school. 
it was the first time I was taking the train in Sydney and then we got to the city centre. And I mean, Sydney, if you've never been, it's beautiful. Like my dad said, it's beautiful. And I got there in November, so we're starting to... I mean, it's always warm for me there. Sorry, Australians, but your winter is not winter for Europeans. But anyway, <laughs> um, it's about to be, you know, summertime there. So November was fine. I think I only had like a, like a blazer on or something. And then we get to school in Martin Place. And obviously we're introduced to the teachers, to everyone. And they're like, you need to pass a test so they know in which class, I mean, which level you're going to be in and I think I started as like really low because my English was crap guys um and I knew I was going to be there for three to four months max and then after that I would go back to Paris that was the plan but then what happened was I really loved Sydney so when my school finished and my visa was about to end I told my parents Hey, guess what? I am not coming back. <laughs> Surprisingly, my parents were very supportive. And my dad was like, okay. But then I had to find a school, take care of my student visa again. And it was very, very stressful. I couldn't stay in that house anymore. And I really liked that house. We were 30 students. That's the first time I got drunk. And... <laughs> I just learned how to, you know, be independent slowly. But still, I was a baby and I was very grateful for all those students that I've met there because they really took care of me. Even though I was like pretending to be a big girl, I was only 18. And it's just after that, you were like, damn it, I was such a kid. Like, but they were amazing. And um, yeah, I was just grateful for them, to be honest. But then I had to move. And I moved to the city center in a two-bedroom apartment with, <laughs> I think we were 10. No, I'm kidding. Four in one bedroom. And I think there were six in the other bedroom. And then a guy in the living room. Guys, obviously, the shit was illegal. But it was one of the best time of my life. Those girls, they were all from Indonesia. And that's where I met my best friend, Didi. Ooh! Didi, if you're listening, hi, girl. She's getting married next year. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> uh, and I'm so happy that we're still friends, like, until now. Like, it's crazy. Anyway, that's where I met her. And basically, we were hustling all together we were all students and also trying to work my English wasn't perfect at the time so um, and I really didn't know how to manage my money you know my parents would send me money I would just spend it in two days or and you know if you live in Australia you pay the rent per week you get paid per week etc etc so it was very hard to manage for me and many times I would not have food at home and I was so ashamed that I just wouldn't say anything. And so I just wouldn't eat. And at one point, Dede moved to another house. And same as the old house, the girls were taking care of me, which was really nice. And then 
one time same I didn't manage my money right and my mom was like I'm gonna send you money on Friday and I think that was a Tuesday and I had no food I only had a pack of sugar and so basically I was just drinking water tap water because obviously it's free uh, with sugar to keep up and obviously you can keep up a day and then two And then I started turning pale because obviously I wasn't eating anything. And did they knew somehow? I still don't know how she knew. Anyway, I think I told her like, I don't know. And then one time she texted me and she said, hey, come downstairs. And I think it was midnight. It's like, I've got something for you. And then she was working in a factory at the time. And she brought me two pack of pasta already like cooked and you know made and everything it was like tomato sauce with cheese or something like that and I literally (laughs) I cried in front of the food because I didn't eat for two days um that's how our friendship started basically she was really there when I was completely down and I just didn't know how to handle it and it can traumatize you you know not to eat anything for a couple of days especially when you're young but Hey, what doesn't kill you does make you stronger, for real. So anyway, after that, she was also working in a nursing home. And she said, listen, um, you know, our English weren't... The the English wasn't there, guys, okay? It's not like now, like, I can speak. I really couldn't speak, like... I mean, yes, I could speak, but, like, just to introduce myself or things like that. So she was like, you can come and work with me. Um, in the nursing home, they need someone to clean toilets and their bathrooms and everything. And it was so hard. We had to be there at 5 a.m. until 9 or 10, I don't remember, and clean, you know, the toilets um, and the bathrooms. And I just couldn't. I stayed a week. I stayed a week which made me some money. So I was happy about that. And then right after that, I applied for KFC and KFC called me to come for an interview. Like I could speak, but my English wasn't like, you know, advanced. And so I quit that job after a week. And I mean, for all the people that do that job, you have all my respect because it's really hard. I mean, like any job, but this is like really hard. So anyway, then I started working at KFC. Oh my God. And it's the, I think it's still the busiest KFC in Australia, like in the entire country. And it was the best job of my life. (laughs) Still now, because we were all young, like from 17. You can start working when you're 14 in Australia and like fast food and things. But my team which was the morning team, we were working from Monday to Friday because with a student visa, you're only able to work 20 hours per week in Australia. So I was working Monday to Friday, but like four hours, things like that. And um, everybody, I mean, we were all the same age. We were all like from 17 to 19 max, I think. Yeah. And they became my friends until I left Australia three years after that. We stayed, I stayed um, 
I stayed in KFC for six months. Yeah, I think five to six months. And I mean, customer service is hell. I hate customer service. But the fact that the team was so good and our manager was so nice. I mean, we had picnics like during the weekend. It was, you could just ask them like, tomorrow I can't work. Like, can you like move my shift? Like they were so cool. It really felt like a family. And plus you get a good discount for chicken. So I was happy. I would always bring chicken at home. And the girls would like cook rice and like we would eat all together in that two bedroom apartment. We were all hustling, but it was the best time of my life. I would never forget it. And that's where I met Cindy. I met Shelly. I met so many people. Um, Cindy and Shelly, hi. Cindy got married last year. Oh, my God. And she sent me my invitation all the way to Paris from Sydney. Fortunately, I couldn't make it because I was at school here in Budapest. <laughs> but um, congrats, Cindy, again. Anyway, so yeah, that's where I met those cool people. And at the time, um, I was working also in a Turkish restaurant on Friday and Saturday nights. And then Saturday morning and Sunday morning, I was working with horses. So basically, I had no days off, people, but I was just trying to make it, you know, going after that money. And that's when I think I really knew that I wasn't a lazy bitch. And if I have to work, I will work. But basically, as my English got better, life got better as well. I got better jobs. I was working in a hair salon for a year and then I worked in this marketing agency. That was my last job. I was working in a marketing agency. Um, and I moved to this really great house in Newtown. I was living with four other students. But the house was huge. My room was huge, guys. And we had two bathrooms. We got along really, really well. Um, and then basically... After that, I had to leave really suddenly because my parents couldn't afford um, the school anymore. The business of my dad wasn't going that well at the time. And basically it was like, you need to come home because I can't afford it. And he told me that it was a Monday. And the Monday after that, my visa was about to expire. So I had to leave the country. So basically, I had to pack three years of my life and move back to Paris, which was very, very traumatizing. <laughs> and I think it's the, it's the only time I got my heart broken. felt like, you know, I was divorcing Australia. <laughs> um, and then I left and I never got over it, to be honest. Never. And I think I never will. But anyway... Um, I cannot tell you everything in detail that went down for those three years because it's it's going to be a movie. It's going to take like four hours. But the lesson that I've learned is that people come and go. And I'm someone, I mean, I'm not like that anymore, but I was someone that got attached to people a lot. And during that period of time, a lot of the friends left. I was very attached to Gary, and then he had to leave to go back to Taiwan. I was very attached to Yuki. I still have her blanket until today. 
that she gave me before going back to Japan. And then she left. All the people I knew left. And then the people that I've met afterwards, they all stayed. So Cindy, Shelly, Didi stayed. Sela, my girl Sela, she's she's Australian. She, obviously, she's there. And then I met really nice um, French Australian girls um, that were amazing friends to me as well. So I was very grateful for the people that I've met because I met a lot of people, a lot of interesting people with amazing stories. And all of them were like, you know, it's so easy when you're far away from home to switch and to become someone you're not. Or, you know, I saw some people, I saw some girls um, selling their bodies for money and they were amazing girls. And at the time we were only 18. And, you know, I was back then judging, obviously. I'm like, how can you do that? And still today I'm like, you know. But then I would never judge somebody because you never know what they're going through. And there are so many girls that actually left home and all their parents gave them the entire money the family had for them to have an opportunity to be in Sydney. So they had to send money back to their family so their family would be able to eat, you know, just things like that. And you just learn that everybody has a different story. And so you just learn not to judge. But I learned a lot from those people. And every time I met, you know, people just doing drugs or just doing, you know, those things. or f- It wasn't prostitution, but it was something like that. They would always tell me, don't do it. Like, don't come close to it. Like, always trying to protect me. Not that I would, I mean, drugs. That's another story. But <laughs> not that I would do it, but I was always very protected. From old, even just people that barely knew me, like I just met them um, at a party or, you know, house parties, because I love house parties. Um, I don't know, I would always feel really protected, even just from my friends, but also from them. And we all came from different backgrounds, all of us, from all around the world. But I was so impressed, like we were all so young. And, you know, people were telling me, my God, you're so brave. Like at 18, you're so far away from home. And I never felt brave because I was like, oh, my friends are 18. Like, and look, he's from Taiwan. She's from Korea. <laughs> like he's from Brazil. Like, and we were all 18 years old. And now, obviously, if someone asked me, would you do it again? I would tell you, I would do everything that I did again, but not at 18 years old. That was definitely way too young. But you know how you are. You leave high school. You think you're a big girl. Absolutely not. (laughs) So yeah, I would do Australia all over again if I could. But definitely not at um, 18 years old. That was way too young. And you know, um, it was a dream. And I'm glad I did it. It didn't work. It's fine. You know, everything happens for a reason. But at least I'm glad I tried. And it was an amazing experience. If you can, go to Sydney, at least just to visit. Australians are super friendly. I don't know, just the way they live. It's like, they're just chilling. It's not as serious as Paris, I would say. And they're very friendly compared to us French people. Definitely. And the weather, I mean, 
Ugh, it's just, I loved it so much. If I could live there, I would. But um, it was a great time. And it's definitely there that I became um, a girl. I think before I was definitely a baby and there I became a girl. And um, so, yeah, if you have the opportunity to leave home, I know it's a hard thing to do, but do it. Um, being independent sucks. <laughs> but as soon as you have it, as soon as you're independent, God, 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 like your life is yours. And then it's really hard to go back home <laughs> and live with your parents again with their rules and everything. Um but and I also learned that friends are very very important. I never had a boyfriend in Australia, never, because my friends were my home, basically, and the it's everything I had. It was them, and um, and I've always been really grateful for for them because we met so many people that were good and turned you know, being completely different or they just took the wrong path. And it's so easy. That's why I never judge because it's so easy to take the wrong path if you're with the wrong people or just if you get influenced. I don't know. So it's really good to be strong mentally, but also to be with good people that have the same values as you, that, you know, that are exactly like you because... You just never know. So, yeah, that was my time in Australia. Um, there's not much, like, there's not much to say and there's much to say, but basically I was just going to school. I studied freelance journalism and also accounting, business accounting. And so I got an advanced diploma from both. So, which is, um, so it's like a two years degree basically um and then I left I left people and for the third part of the schools and friendships um, episode I will be talking about where I am now which is basically Hungary and Budapest and I know a lot of people like how can you go from Sydney to Budapest well trust me I will let you know why <laughs> but yeah I hope you like that episode um I'm just telling you like everything I learned and what's important. I'm not going to like too much details, but if you have the chance to go, just go and you will see it's a, it's a lovely place. And for the ladies, Australians are whew, out of this world. They're tall. They're so handsome, so sexy. I can't even begin. I don't I don't know why actually I was single but <laughs> I'm just kidding. I was too young. But if I would go back, mm, 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 Lord have mercy cuz they're so handsome. Let me tell you. But um and they had this they have that thing, you know, like I would say I'm from Paris and they would all be like, "What are you doing here?" And I'm just like, "Guys, like Paris is great, but when you're from there and you live there, it's different than if you're just a tourist. If you're a tourist, of course you're going to love Paris. It's beautiful. But if you live there, it's different, you know. 
like everywhere else. But anyway, that's that. I'm just rambling, guys. I will see you in the next episode, part three. Now that I'm officially 25, I got a new nickname, Phoenix, people. (laughs) So my name is Phoenix. I'm 25 years old, and this is my therapy. Salut